Well, hello, everybody. Welcome. This is Jen Springer, Young Living Platinum, and this is the Monday Night Call. And you're here and you're listening either live or through a recording. And for those of you that don't know me, I have been with the company since 2001. And, you know, I remember looking up to the sky when I I was driving to work. I was a quality engineer for a major international uh, car manufacturing company for their forklift division. And honestly, I hated that job. It was a good-paying job, and I should have been (laughs) grateful, and I was. But I just remember looking up at this guy and thinking, send me something that I can do for a living that doesn't feel like work. Nothing I will get tired of, and I can really make a difference in people's lives. And to this day, I still get very excited with every package that shows up to my doorstep, every text I get, every call I get. I love what I do. And for those of you that are doing this as a business and sharing and living with others, whether you're doing it part-time or you're doing working to get full-time or maybe you are full-time, this is really a business where we can help people with either their finances or their health or both. And you can truly make an impact on people's lives and people that they know and that they know, as you know, with, you know, this type of business, what you do for somebody, they tell and they tell and they tell. It's, it's never ending in, in what you can do to help people. And we often don't realize the impact we have on people just by sharing a lavender oil, you know. And you don't often know the stories that happen when, when you share that oil. You know, you think, oh, you know, I'm just going to help them with sleeping at night or whatever, and you share that lavender. And then you come to find out later that, you know, their baby, you know, because they had that lavender, their baby got a third-degree burn and was all blistered. But because you shared that lavender, they were able to heal right away and don't have scars. And, you you know, you're like, wow, you know, what if I didn't share that lavender with that person? What if I got nervous and I didn't know what to say and I clammed up or whatever? And we often do that. You know, how many times do you meet somebody and you're like, oh, no, they won't be interested, right? <laughs> or you meet somebody and you're thinking in, their, in your head, I don't know what to say. You know, I, I don't know what to say, so I'm not going to say anything at all. You know, they're not going to be interested. Who are they to talk to me? Especially, like, somebody that might be influential in your community or somebody that's really successful or something like that. You might feel like, well, who would they be to talk to me, right? And so I get that question all the time. Jen, I was at the grocery store. I was in the natural food section looking, and there was somebody in there looking at oils in the natural food section. What do I say to them? Or it doesn't matter whether it's the grocery store or Starbucks or, you know, soccer game. It doesn't matter. But I always get that. What are the magic words to say when I'm meeting new people? But there's one magical thing that you can do that almost always works. But most people, they never do it, period. They just never do it. Few people know how to do this. And it's so simple. You're going to put your hand on your forehead by the time you're done with this. It's make friends first. Strike up a conversation about anything. Don't be a weirdo with an agenda. People will feel that you're being a weirdo, always, because so, they're not stupid. You know, people will, like, feel that you've got some agenda going on. So if you had, you know, a sample of oils in your hand and you just met them in your card and you're shoving that, here, try my lavender, peace and calming. I can see your baby is screaming here in the middle of the checkout line. People get weird, <laughs> but, you know, if you're standing next to them and, you know, you, you say hi 
you're not going to freak them out with that type of thing. You know, hi, oh my gosh, you know, what's going on? Why, you know, why is you going to be upset and blah, blah, blah. And then you can tell a story about how you use the oils. You know, you work it in naturally. You know, don't have your agenda all the time. Just make friends first. Strike up that conversation. See if there's even a synergy between you and that person, really. And then find common ground. Ask them questions. You know, as Richard Blissbrook says, be genuinely interested in other people. That's the true secret to success. If you're interested in people and helping them have a better life without your agenda involved, you will be wildly successful. And like I said, that is the secret to success. So there's your little anecdotal thing for today. Now, the ULA guys, as I mentioned last week, are going to be coming to Fargo, North Dakota. And I know quite a few people have already registered, which is very exciting. We have a Super Saturday on October 11th here in Fargo, so if you're in the Minneapolis area or South Dakota or Montana or Winnipeg or Grand Forks or even further away, and you can come, we would love to have you. We've got uh, business training in the morning and then product training and then the ULA guys in the afternoon. If that is interesting to you, then go to FargoSuperSaturday.com and you can see the info there. So, okay, the, the specials for August, we've got some really good ones. I think Young Living is assuming we're all going to start working out this month with the specials that we have. We've got the 190 PV for eucalyptus blue and white fur oil, the five mils of that. And like I mentioned before, and you've probably seen in the emails, white fur is not available anywhere else, but through this special, you cannot order it. So it's a very unique thing to be able to get this. So Get in your 190 PV, especially if you're close. I see all the time in my reports, people put in a $176 order or they put in a $185 order. I'm like, oh, my gosh, they missed the free oils by $5. It's crazy. So make sure you get in your 190 PV. And then for 250 PV, you get those two oils, uh, the eucalyptus blue and the white fur, plus a $15 product credit. And then for 300 PV, you get those oils, the $15 product credit, plus BLM and peppermint. So the equivalent retail value, that's over 128 bucks. So it's a really, really good deal. And I don't know about you guys, but peppermint, I can always use more peppermint. And BLM, for if you don't know what that does, it stands for bone, ligament, muscles. And I just got a testimonial today from a friend of mine who her 15-year-old dog, uh, she is giving her BLM. And it really, really helped the dog with her arthritis and being able to move and play. So shout out to Carrie for telling me that today because it worked out perfect for this call. So tonight is the weekly Monday night call. And I don't know how long this one's going to be because we've got more questions that were from last week. I couldn't get them all within an hour. And so we bumped our speaker from this week out a little bit. We've got some really cool people lined up for the next coming call. But we'll keep it short, back to the evening. I won't go past 8 o'clock. If you're new to this call and you want to hear previous recordings or you want to hear the Q&A from last week, which was phenomenal, those questions that came through in the part one, go to OurSimpleTraining.com, click on the tab that says Monday Night Calls. And there you will see exactly where I have everything listed. You can get on the email list so that you'll be all in the know of everything and you will be um, able to listen to everything there on that page. So with that, let's pick up where we left off. I have a a question here from Kelly from last week. She says, um, I'm often faced with aromatherapists who say I'm endangering people 
with using the oils neat and in raindrop. It's tough to combat this when Young Living um, has the only people that has different standards taught by different standard aromatherapists, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's coming from partly what I talked about last week with the English method of aromatherapy. And that method of aromatherapy, especially the group NAHA, which I talked about last week, the National Association of Holistic Aromatherapists, um, they, a, haven't, they particularly don't like Young Living, period, because of the competition with their oils. And most of those people have their own line of oils that they sell. I've, I've, I've ran into quite a few, a bit of this, Kelly, when I lived in Illinois, because I'm very familiar with a lot of people that were in that NAHA group. And they, you know, claim these things and they try to bash Young Living and, and Raindrop. But there's no evidence that proves that. There's no evidence that proves that we are endangering people and that we are causing harm to people. David Stewart wrote the book, Statistical Validation of Raindrop Technique, and he did that in response to this. And, you know, that's just their way. That's just how they're going to do things. And with those people, I just say, well, that's just how they're going to do it. You know, they're going to say that we're going to kill people putting oil straight on them. And, and I know that not to be true. And you have to speak with confidence yourself um, and saying, you know what, I've had XYZ number of clients and I've never heard anybody and nobody's ever died on my table um, and everybody's seen benefit. That's the way you choose to practice and this is the way I choose to practice. And that's the case. You know, I've taught hundreds and probably thousands of people raindrop. I've never had any of my students hurt anybody. And I've given hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of raindrops and I've never had anybody get hurt either. So that's where you've got to come from when you speak to people about that. And don't, you know, that's their angle. And you just have to honor that as well and let them be with their own opinions, which is sometimes challenging, <laughs> especially when they try to get you riled up. So, and I know you're not the only one that has this happen. That's why I brought it up. And then you also asked, um, where can I refer the geeks, <laughs> the green personalities, as we like to say, when they want more information on the research about the, you know, more information, research type of stuff on the products that you mentioned. Um, if they don't want to come to a class or if you aren't able to get over there with the book, how can I tell them to find stuff online, blah, 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 you know, et cetera. One thing is, Kelly, that I found useful is the electronic copy online of the desk reference. You can get that. I think it's like $39. And you can look up the different products. And you can print it, but instead of printing it to a printer, print it to a PDF. And then you can email people the PDF version. So if they want to you know what's in BLM, you can just take that product page for BLM, convert it to a PDF when you go to print it, and email it to that person. And then they can look up the ingredients in there and do more research or whatever. Go to pubmed.gov and find out. Just go crazy with it. But honestly, often you know some of those people – they, they use that as an excuse not to buy anything, you not get started with their own health regimen, and other people truly want the research, you know. And so, you know, you just give it to them and send it to them. Like I said, I often will do that. I used to have the CD version, and I would do the same thing with the CD version, and I would email them the CD. Or often you can print, if you don't want to do that, you can go to each product, and most products now have a product information page which is available through the back office, and you can email that to them So, and, and then let them go to town on that. That's not as detailed as the desk reference online, but that might work too. So you can see that, you know, 
and see if that works with you. Um, and then, uh, la, 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 la. so I think the, the last question you had here is um, how are we going to protect the oils against, you know, regulation or FDA saying that they're too potent for people to take them and only allow doctors to use them? Well, that could happen with anything. But the essential oils are actually governed underneath the Cosmetic Industry Act, and so they're really not regulated as supplements. Uh, the second thing is air race. This is another reason to become involved with air race. A I R A S E. Airace.com, I think it is. Let me look before I tell you that. Airace is the organization that Marianne Billiter, let me, I can't type and do this at the same time. Marianne Billiter is the one that's in charge of that. And it's a very important organization to become involved with. And if there is ever any, yes, it's airace.com, you will have access to a bunch of research information. So that might even be helpful for your other questions. But if there is any regulation ever going to come down on the essential oils, um, I know the FDA has actually talked to Gary about that, and Gary has spoken to this, saying, you know, if that ever happened, Young Living would be involved with it. Um, I don't foresee it happening, but if if it did, um, we would. I can. How do you want to say this? I don't want to say something wrong. My gut feeling, and don't quote me on this, is my gut feeling is that Aries would be involved. And because um, Aries is a third-party agency, it's not Young Living, and that would be the agency that would work with the, you know, with that. But the way I look at it right now, I don't think about it much because I know the oils are not regulated as supplements. So, you know, I hope that helps answer your question a little bit. But get involved with Aries. Um, Aries has got incredible information and is also a third-party, you know, uh, source that would be involved with this. And that's how you can get involved. So there you go. It's a good question. Um, question from Terry saying that, uh, she's so cute, she says, boy, I've made mistakes as an upline <laughs> and expecting way more than realistic for my own upline. In my case, I was not trained by my upline and, you know, and figuring out as I grow, um, there's upline frustrations, downline frustrations. We all have this, Terry, don't worry, don't worry about that. But um, when the downline expects the upline to be and do everything they need, there's disappointment and vice versa with upline, downline. Help me uh, within, you know, shed some light on solution to conflicts that arise and how to recover, grow, succeed. Um, and there's the same question that Becky had. Um, if you're listening, Becky, this is very similar to yours. Is what should I expect from my upline, downline? Better yet, what can they expect from me? Well, I will tell you, guaranteed, your success in your business, and we always have to remember this, you can do the best you can. And you can't please everybody, okay? And this has been a hard lesson for myself because of, you know, pressures from both sides. You do what you do and, you know, reach out to your people and do the very best you can for your own organization, not talking about your upline. Your upline, I'll be honest, I'm just going to say this and people might get pissed. Screw your upline. <laughs> I don't, I, you know, I mean, some of your jaws just drop and you gasp and, you know, but really, you are an independent distributor. Key is independent distributor. You're not there to appease your upline. And, you know, I love my upline. And I'm not saying, you know, anything bad about my own upline. I'm just saying you're your own business entity. And you're going to run it however you want to, okay? 
you're not there to please your upline. You do not work for your upline. You can do whatever you want. So long as you're not hurting people, you're doing the best you can. And your upline is there to guide you. Really, as an upline and your upline is really there to guide you. And there is no telling. There should be no shooting on you or anything like that. Just as you shouldn't should on your own organization. You shouldn't tell them what to do, okay? The best thing I, I do um, that I have found works the best is um, actually one of my own team members asked this question last week, and I wonder if I could find it in my text, because she was very frustrated about um, her organization and how she should be supporting her people. And I said to her, um, what did I say? <laughs> I said, point out their strengths. Your, the organization. We're talking about your people and they're in your group. Point, this is the key to success and write this down. Point out their strengths. Connect them with their why, why they're doing this. Remind them that they're, why they're doing this. Keep them in, in course. Keep them on course to what they're doing on their goals and inoculate them. And what I mean by inoculation is, you know, tell them that, yeah, you're going to quit. You're going to want to quit someday and yeah, there's going to be people that come to you that are going to tell you you're going to kill people with raindrop technique. Kind of give them a heads up of what could be coming, you know what I'm saying, and inoculate them with objections that they may have in the future. I mean, if you're a Danny Johnson fan, she talks about inoculating all the time. So point out their strengths, connect them with their why, keep them on course, inoculate them, and finding out what – oh, I am finding out that this is what grows a team, not giving them how-tos. And then answer questions when they ask them. So what I like to do with my team is I give them tools. And somebody comes to me and wants to get started in business. And I give them tools. You know, I've got training systems in place and stuff like that. And I say, here, I'm going to send you this. Look it over. Let me know your questions. I'm, we've got this and this and this. And give them tools available to get started. Find books that you like. Find websites that you like for training. Find audios or videos or whatever it is and give them a list of a checklist and go through those things and say, do this and then come back to me with any questions that you have, okay? And, and you know, my resources are also available to you. You know, the Monday night calls, you can give people those to listen to. Um, you might have some YouTube videos or whatever. And, and give them resources. And that's what the best upline, I think, is resources. When my upline... When I bump my head against the wall and I say, I need some help, um, I know that there is a resource to give me a different perspective or to shed light on, you know, something or give me a tool that I can use that would be a resource for me to answer my problem or my issues. So, you know, that's the number one thing is give them, you know, resources and then be there for questions telling them what to do, how they should start, how they need to talk to people, et cetera, is um, that's, like I said, shooting on people, okay? Now, if there is disappointment and if people expect you to do this for them, then they're really not taking responsibility for their business. Does that make sense? They're, they're expecting, they're putting the responsibility on you and they're never going to own their success if they are putting their responsibility on you. So if people are disappointed in me in my own organization, that's fine. I, they can go and I will gladly transfer them out if they're really unhappy. It's like, I, you know, I can do my best. 
But I've, I've learned, and in order to grow into leadership in Young Living and into bigger ranks in your business, you have to learn how to disconnect from that and be like, that's their problem. I can do the best I can. I'm here for them. I answer their emails. I can guide them the best way I can. If that's not enough, then you will never be enough. You know what I'm saying? And don't take it personally. And like I said, when it comes to your upline, you detach yourself from that and, you know, have frank conversations on how you can support that. Keep the communication flowing, okay? That's the most important thing is keep the communication flowing. Make sure people know that you're there for them, especially your organization, how to contact you. I tell people, I will not answer my phone. I just don't. Text me, tell me you want to talk to me, and then we'll set up a conversation. Or you can meet me on these conference calls, or you can you know, send me an email or Facebook. You know, let them know how you're available. Send them a welcome letter when people join your business. I send a welcome email. This is how you can reach me. This is who I am. And you make yourself available. And it's their choice to reach out to you. You know, I've had people in my own organization say, I have had no support. I'm like, did you ever call me? <laughs> did you reach out to me or any of the upline besides me? Okay. So, again, that's people putting their responsibility off of themselves, not to you. So, again, leadership is the art, you know, any diamond, platinum, people that are gold ranked, they can tell you when you get into the bigger ranks, learning that art of detaching is very critical, okay? You do what you do. And then um, how to recover from any types of conflicts, again, having the best communication possible. And sometimes you just have to, like, say, you know what? We just can't get along. <laughs> I had that happen recently with somebody in my organization that um, she's mentoring somebody in her group, and that person just is not owning their own stuff, if you know what I'm saying. And it's like, you know what? You can only do the best you can do. And if you've done everything and you've apologized and you, you know, try to make it right and it doesn't go okay, then that's fine. You don't need to appease everybody. There's so many people in your organization that need help and that want your help and that deserve your help. Focus on those people, not the ones that are squeaking the wheels all the time that you can never make happy. Of course, there's going to be conflict, right? And you're going to address the conflict. But if there's really stuff, you know, the garbage, the junk, the drama, you get too much time sucked into that. You're not going to have time for people that really need you. So that's, it's important. It's an important lesson in boundaries. Okay, Terry and Becky, <laughs> both of you, and all of us, right? It's a constant reminder to myself is boundaries. You know, is this person trying to make me feel like crap? Is this person's issue really valid? You know, okay, did I F up in the spot? You know, did I screw up? oh, my goodness, maybe I did. You know, I need to talk to this person and see why are they upset. And then own it yourself. You know, don't point the finger. If you screwed up or you had a miscommunication, admit that. And it's very humbling, but it's like it's very important to keep your business flowing and growing and not create enemies, right, because you all want to be locking arms and going to the top together. So I hope that helps you guys in that situation. We all run into that. Um, it's a question that's come up the last couple times I did Q&A as well. So, Lisa, I've got a question about a question about enroller and sponsor. She says, when making someone in your downline the enroller or the sponsor in an effort to help them move forward, in particular if they're currently not very active or they're afraid to move forward with the business side, um, I would like to use this as an incentive to move them forward, especially if they, what does it say? 
especially if they already know the person or involved. Yes. Okay, Lisa, if they know somebody that's looking to get involved, I usually will pair them up as the enroller and the sponsor for sure. Now, if I'm trying to help somebody catalyze them to get started, I really want to make sure that person is um, motivated and invested to getting started themselves, if you know what I'm saying. So I have them, let's see, I may, I'm trying to think of my process. I have them make a list of people that they know, and I, I can help them either do a class or three ways, et cetera. If those people want to become involved with Young Living, they will definitely be the enroller or the sponsors when they get started. Now, to help, just to put people under people to get them going or, quote, stacking to try to get them going may or may not work. It may come back and bunk, and bunk you in the face. <clears throat> it may it may not. So, um, you know, it's a question that I don't quite know how to answer. So, uh, let's see. Clarification on 50 PV that starts with... Uh, um, is the Young Living website really necessary to grow your business? Honestly, Lisa, I don't think it is. Hold on. I have had very few people that have grown, um, that have enrolled in my business through my website. I always want to make that connection with somebody and then enroll them manually. Um, I, a lot of people will use their website as their default, you know, trying to get people to enroll. But I have found that that is not always the best case to get somebody enrolled. So the the way that I like to handle that is on my website, if you go to jenspringer.com, you'll see I have a little, um, it's from Visita, it's V-C-I-T-A, V. CITA.com and it says contact me and so people can easily reach me if they have questions so they go to that website and they're interested in the oils they're more likely to reach me through that Visita thing versus going to my enrollment page on there and a lot of times they go to the enrollment page but they wind up contacting me with questions so the answer to this is is it really necessary to grow your business I don't think so okay I don't think so. I think that being um, – now, some people are, like, like cursing right now going, what? I don't think it's really necessary. I think communication and being of service and enrolling people is more important to help people and service them that way. If you're using your website as a catch-all and, like, the last resort for people to enroll, then, yeah, it might be valid. I do have a Young Living website. I use it in case of people, like, won't let me enroll them, <laughs> which is very rare. I'll send them to the website, and I let them enroll themselves. But it's very, very rare. It's my last resort. I don't lead with the, the website. And what I mean by that is a lot of people get a website, and they say, here, go to my website. Go here. Go enroll. And they, it's a lazy way of growing the business. And then they wonder why nobody ever goes to the website and enrolls. Okay. So well, that website doesn't work. So um, my, my voice is getting froggy. So what I like to do is help people enroll and use that website as a last resort, not as my first resort. You know, if I hand somebody my card and say, here's my website, go here to order, they're not going to do it. Okay, if I say, here's my card, here's my phone number, 
when can you talk again? Let's get together so I can show you how to do this. Or we can talk over the phone. I actually do that service for them. Okay. And I use that website only as last resort. I hope that makes sense. Um, let's see. Your other question was clarification on 50 PV for fast start. Um, I don't know what PSK bonus is. And, and do not need to be on essential rewards. Okay. The first, the, the premium, oh, premium starter tip bonus, PSK. Okay, I got it. <laughs> you need to be on essential rewards in order to get some of the commissions like the rising star bonus, okay? You do not need to be on essential rewards to get the standard bonus, standard, you know, commissions and the um, premium starter kit bonus, you know, that $25 bonus and then the 25% of the PV this is where it does get confusing, Lisa. You need 50 PV to get only that fast kit starter bonus and the 25%. No other commissions are paid besides that with 50 PV. So if people have people that have ordered, you know, they've been in their group for months and they're, um, you know, uh, you know, like they got a volume of say $1,000 and that's from people that ordered months and months ago, you know, they, they enrolled months and months ago. And like this month, they may have $1,000, but people enrolled in January. They wouldn't get paid on that if they don't have their $100 order, 100 PV order in. If they only put in their 50 PV order this month, they would get commissions off of um, only anybody they enrolled this month with a premium starter kit or that 25%, you know, bonus. So it's, it's really meant for brand new, brand, brand, brand new people. To get them started, it's not meant for people that are that have been around a while. The, the bonus was originally created with the only the fifty dollars requirement is, hey, I just sponsored you today, and well, see, so you got a premium circuit, okay. And then in September, you have a get together, and you're still a little tight on money, but ten people enrolled with premium circuits to help you get that check. Young Living says, well, okay, when you're getting started, just put in this fifty PV. And you'll get that, all the bonuses off that, you know, those 10 people you enrolled with premium starter kits. Then you'll have enough money for the future orders that they place because you're going to be making a pretty nice commission check so you could put in your 100 PV. I hope that makes sense. Um, they don't need to be on essential rewards, like I said, unless you're going for the rising start bonus, okay? So the way I look at it, just get on 100 PV uh, essential rewards and you get all paid on everything all the time. <laughs> Oh, I hope I didn't confuse you more, Lisa. I apologize for that. Okay. Carol has got a great question. I love your question, Carol, very much. Um, you talk about, um, you know, you, get, you, you, you need your notes when you're doing conversations. You're meeting up with people. You do one-on-ones or little classes. You need notes to, have, to with you because you're, you're, you get sidetracked and distracted. And, um, you know, I want to answer that part of your thing first. One thing is I will say is that, you know, it sounds like you're feeling a little bit guilty because you or like you're discrediting yourself because you need your notes on your one-on-one. And, I, you know, I know in here you say you've got some challenges and it's hard sometimes for you to stay on task and whatever. But I'll be honest. I think it's a blessing that you need to use your notes for these one-on-ones. My, again, like I've told you guys before, you know, Danny Johnson is a great mentor of mine. She said even when she was growing her business and she knew – her note cards back, forwards, inside, outside, backwards, every which way, she still used her note cards for every one-on-one or presentation she did. 
because people will see what you're doing and they're looking at what you're doing and listening and they're deciding in their mind, even subconsciously, whether or not they can do what you're doing. And they'll see how simple it is by watching you and they're saying, wow, she doesn't, she doesn't even memorize this stuff. This is really simple. I can do what Carol's doing. And they can get started right away with either a brochure or a note card or some type of tool to help them grow their business. So honestly, go rock on with those note cards and use them and be proud of using them because it will keep you on task. Well, trust me, all of us get distracted like all the time. And B, that person you're sitting with is going to look at you going, wow, I can probably do this because she's doing this and she's looking at her note cards. I can do the same thing. Okay, so there you go. Um, The second thing is you have concerns because you're having issues closing people and you don't want to be the pressure person and be around that, you know, that type of individual of people that want to be around. And you have some challenges reading people's faces and stuff like that. And so you're getting a little stuck here. That's what I'm getting from your question. Um, What is, um, let's see. Okay, I I rewrote this. I wrote this answer ahead of time so so I could keep myself on track. Again, being my own note cards, Carol. Um, I would be open with people and say, you know what? I'd be be straight up honest in the class. Guys, I'm going to be straight up with you guys. I have some issue reading your verbal social cues. So I'm going to put it on the table and say that, and, you know, I can't read your mind and, or tell what you're thinking, so please ask me questions and tell me how you want to get started. If you want to get a couple oils and just put your foot in the water, or do you want to make a deep impact on your life or your pets or whatever, get the toxins out, you need to let me know because I'm not going to be able to figure out if you're interested or not. And, and almost like, you know, put it out there. Don't be embarrassed by that. And just be straight up and say, look, you know, if I say something to you and it sounds weird, it's probably because I can't read you and I'm asking you straight up, are you, you know, do you want me to help you with that form? <laughs> so be, be upfront with that and, and, and literally, you know, don't feel awkward about it because you're not alone. Often we can't, I, some people, I think that they're going to like, I don't know, I think they're going to throw darts in my eyes and they're looking at me as if I'm like the worst person on the planet. And then, like, they, they are the first person to sign up before they leave. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. I thought for sure that person was not going to sign up. So, you know, be, be really transparent. You know, just say, hey, I, I have a challenge reading people's cues. I, you know, I don't know how to read your mind or what you're thinking. So help me out here. Let you Ask me questions. Let me know where you want to get started. You know, if you want to try a few things or, you know, like they said, be candid about it, okay, and don't try to be false and be somebody that you're not, okay? So I hope it helps. I really hope it helps. Okay, Rod has a question here about the essentials for getting started uh, for a farmer's market table, a flea market, a street fair, et cetera. Besides a table and a chair, that's a good great place to start, Rod, <laughs> what recommendation would you bring for setting it up and also for the business, you know, for the everyday oils and for business, how many catalogs, blah, 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 canopy, blah, blah, blah. So this is what I do. Again, you're right on with that table, the chair, the canopy. I also have a banner that will be easy to see, okay? Uh, I want people to see the Young Living banner. You can get a banner from crowndiamondtools.com. You can get one from 
uh, is it younglivingpublishing.com? Don't quote me on that. Let me see if it's younglivingpublishing.com or dot yet. Hold on. Younglivingpublishing.com. I do want to. Sometimes people do dot net and then I, I send you the wrong place. They have banners there. There's a lot of good banners that are out there, and they're going to be about 100 bucks. just saying, okay? So you can also have them made. You know, use the logo and have a banner made. But have a banner so people, you can catch people's eye. And there's a gazillion really good ones out there. So invest your money into a banner. I keep things really simple. I order catalogs, and I have the Everyday um, Essentials brochures. And I usually have at least a 10-pack, but I keep the, the catalogs in the back, okay? I don't want people just to walk up and pull that catalog because it's, like, expensive, as you know. So I have um, the, the Everyday Essentials brochure sitting there, kind of in the front. And then I also like the uh, trifold business cards that um, – uh, oh, who does those? Scott Lundgren. Um, bcxprinting.net and I know KRE Publishing with Young Living Publishing also has some really cool, they call them uh, Young Living Business Cards that talk about um, what you call them, uh, the different everyday essential oils, you know, like each oil, what it does, or if it replaces like an over-the-counter medicine or whatever, so there's a lot of tools and, but I, I often will use those but I keep it simple, I only have one, I don't have a whole table full of stuff I used to do that, and I used to spend, not kidding, I hope you guys are sitting down, I used to spend like $10,000 a year on copies. 10000 yes, $10,000 a year on copies. That was my newsletters that I sent out, and that was also stuff I gave away at Expos. I can tell you that I did not get the return on that that I would like to have had. So keep it simple. Don't overwhelm your table with stuff. Pick a product and, and go with it. If you're going to leave with everyday essentials, you might have the everyday essentials, everyday everyday essential oils, you know, for the premium starter kit. Go with that brochure of day essentials, and then maybe have one of those like handout cards or a business card that it features the the ten oils. Okay, so keep it really simple. The business opportunity, I don't always have that on my table, and I do that more through the um, the getting to know people kind of thing, you know, going back to what I said at the beginning of the call, going back to, you know, finding out who people are, what is their pain, and then satisfying that. You know, if somebody says to me, yeah, I would like to get these oils, blah, 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 you know, and, you know, well, I can't meet you next week because my job, blah, 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 you know, and, and I might even ask them, do you keep your options open when it comes to making extra income, you know, and, and I do it that verbally. I don't have really any specific handout about the business. I do that myself, and often it will lead into other ways, you know. And you might have, um, you know, something on hand that you might like as a tool, like for your career or something. I have, you know, those books. But in general, I do that part verbally. I want to screen people and get to know them before I talk to them about business. A lot of reasons for it, but I also want to make sure I like the person and I can work with them before they, you know, <laughs> before they join my team as a business builder. So catalogs, like I said, about 10. You guys order 10 package catalogs. Uh, I just have a, uh, the every, my own everyday essential oils, you know, to the kit. I have that there. I have a, a, a diffuser there. If I can have a, you know, uh, electricity, I do. Um, I, I've got my own tent. I do have a canopy. Sometimes they provide them, sometimes they don't, but I have my own. I bought it from, um, like, 
Sam's Club or Costco has canopies. I will tell you, though, make sure you have a way to, um, what do you call it, either stake it in the ground if you're in grass or anchor it down with like a cinder block. I've actually used kitty litter things. <laughs> Your kitty litter, um, uh, a jug of kitty litter to anchor it down with a rope because those things blow away, Rod. Or for any of you going to do expos, if you've got a big wind that comes through, there goes your canopy. So you want to either stake it in the ground or have, like, something to hold it down. So I just took my kitty litter box or my kitty litter things and tied it down with that or a center block or something like that. So keep it simple. Don't overwhelm people with that. Um, I only give catalogs to people that are very interested, like very interested. Like we've got a meeting set up, you know, for coffee, <laughs> kind of interested. If it's in general, if you feel like people are take people will often come up and pull them, put a price tag on there, $2, so that people don't just come up and take them off and gift them to people that you really feel are worthy or, of course, people that want to enroll. I give them a catalog. Um, best way to capture passion by info for future follow-up. I have a list uh, of info, you know, like a, a list of name, email, or phone number. If people have questions or they want to know what events I've got going on, I said, here, you know, I do classes in the area. If you would be interested, you know, you can uh, put your name on here and your email, let you know what's going on. So there's that. Um, the other thing you could do is a drawing. You know, maybe you could do a drawing for lavender or maybe you made some bath salts or something like that. You could do a drawing, get name and email. But often my secret, I'll tell you guys, this is a secret, like a big ninja secret. Do a, um, don't answer all the questions there at on the scene, if you know what I'm saying. If somebody asks you about what oils to use for uh, ear mite infections, you know, for your dog, you say, you know what, I don't know. I've got that information at home, and let me, is it okay if I look it up, and do you want me to call you or email you? <laughs> I really kind of play stupid at those expos. I want a reason to call them later so or, or email them. So come up with a reason to not, you know, to do that and by not answering the question. If you said, oh, yeah, purification and Melrose and blah, 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 then they go, okay, thanks, and they'll walk away and they'll never call you. But if I say, you know what, I don't really know. I've got some books at home. I can look it up for you, and I know I've got something that says that. What's the best way to get a hold of you? And that's uh, I'll actually do that follow-up later. To those people that are at farmer's markets or at the expo or something like that, they really don't, um, how do you say, they don't remember you <laughs> and to call you later. They don't. So you want to call them later, okay? They typically won't call you. I'm just saying. I've given away gazillion dollars worth of stuff, and they promise to call you, and they don't. You've got to be the initiator, Okay. Okay, Noreen, what is the best strategy for placing people, whether they're going to be active business builders or not? Sometimes you don't know up front, and most people say, I don't want to sell. I place people first level to me <laughs> until I have people in my business that truly want to build, okay? Um, I don't build for the sake of stacking. And there's a lot of videos right now on the Internet that talk about stacking, and it makes me crazy. You don't stack. Build people that are truly interested and want to build. Yes, you can strategically build your business in strategic placement, okay? So I think it's important when we start our businesses to come up with people that, you know, approach friends and family or people you know and say, look, I'm, I'm starting my power team, and I'm looking for six people to do this with me. 
and, and, and look for those six people. And then you genuinely are going to place people under them to help them get going and help cultivate their business. But to just enroll people and start randomly placing people, you don't want to do that. Because most people don't, they, you know, how do I say this? If they're not invested and they're not ordering, that leg will be dead. I have built legs to 100 people within the first month. And I've, like, stacked, for lack of a better term. And the people, like, were with me doing fairs and stuff. But those people, because I placed all those people under them to get them started, they never made one follow-up call. And the whole leg literally died. The whole leg died. I've had it happen multiple times to me. So I really want to make sure that person on my front level is truly invested in building. Okay? So that is one thing. Now, often, I'm going to say this, I'm going to admit it, we often have the family leg, you know, a leg where your sister, your mother, your brother, your father, whoever signed up. I call that the mom leg or the sister leg. You can help them build, you know, and, and place people under them to get started because that's your family. And if they never follow up, you're not going to hate them forever because it's your family. <laughs> but I'll tell you, if you place people under people and you don't um, have a true builder there, you're going to have ill feelings and you're going to resent that person because they're not doing anything and you're taking care of their people, okay? You don't want to have that. It's bad energy, bad juju. And they might resent you because you're trying to get them and push them to do a business and it's just ugly. So only build people that want to truly build, okay? And then if you want to really start building a leg as you're getting started, start building a family member's leg and work together with them. So I hope that helps, Noreen. I hope it helps. Okay, Danita says, um, Danita, I apologize. I realized you had this meeting with somebody last Friday. <laughs> I have a new prospect a meeting this week. Sorry. And I sent her flyers about names you read and balance complete. She says she's like, she'd like to try one of them. I'll be meeting her on Friday. What's your suggestion knowing that? Um, she likes both products that what they have to offer, but she says she'd like to try one of them for starters. My favorite one, honestly, is both. <laughs> No, I, I love them both for different reasons. You know, I ask people, just again, turn, there's no magic secret. Ask them, hey, would you rather have a protein smoothie or a meal replacement shake? Would you, is you, do you do better with something like that? Or would you like something you put in your water bottle and you could go with, you know, for a couple hours of your day or through your workout or when you're at work? And that would really guide me to the answer. You know, and I would, if they said, no, I'm a total smoothie person, I'd say, great, balance complete. If they say, no, I like to have some juice when I'm working out or whatever, I'd say, great, balance, uh, Ninja Red. You know, start with Ninja Red and then go with balance complete later or whatever. I love Ninja Red. I think it's a great starter product. Um, balance complete, too, is also a good product. There's more marketing information about Ninja Red than there is balance complete. But, again, ask people and fill that need of what they want. I'd be curious what you did wind up doing since this was last week. <laughs> if you could, if, you, if you're listening, send me an email. Let me know. <laughs> or send it to, through even our simple training. Do it through there um, with the little pop-up thing. I'd like to know how it went. But I would just plain out ask, you know, what, you know, what kind of person are you? Are you a smoothie person? Are you a juice person? And then let them pick that way. So they both taste great. I don't know how you can really pick. <laughs> Okay, uh, Jamalyn asks, uh, how do you respond to somebody when they say, tell me about these oils? I've tried, you know, asking guiding questions to what information they're seeking, but a lot of times they don't have any specific questions, and I struggle with where to start and not completely overwhelm them. The key to that goes back to asking them what's going on. When somebody says, tell me about these oils, I'll say, like you said, I'm like, well, what do you want to know? 
And they'll be like, well, I don't know. I said, well, I always, I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't help me. <laughs> I'll, I'll say, well, what's going on in your life? You know, what's anything going on with you or your kids or your spouse or your pets? You know, and they'll be like, oh, I got migraines. Great. And I start telling them about oils for migraines. So it's that simple. Just ask them the question. Um, go with that answer. Okay. So hope that's a simple answer, Janelyn. <laughs> it's an easy one. So probing questions about what's going on, especially if you, again, you've got to go into creating and finding their, where is their discomfort in their life? Where is their pain? You've got to find it. And then you can tell them about the oils that will work with that. Okay. Hope that helps. Uh, Brenda, my immediate upline is doing their online business approach. I'm a person that likes to do person to person. You want to be belly to belly. There are um, absolutely no meetings offered locally to learn the business and how to educate others on the power of the oils. What would you suggest for someone who wants to build the Young Living business but has no immediate upline for coaching? Uh, Brenda, find coaches out there. There's a million people. There's so many calls that are going on that people are doing. Sherry Ross. Um, does a lot of calls. Her young-living.net website's got calls up there. Of course, my calls at uh, oursimpletraining.com. Melissa Pepping does great calls. There's so many people that are doing great work. Oh, gosh, Shannon Hudson. How could I almost forget that one? So find somebody that can help you with that, you know, being able to get into the training that you want. So I would do that. And if your immediate upline doesn't say do maybe she or he does online stuff only call corporate and find out who's above that person okay so maybe you know find out any silvers are above you know above that person and contact them and say hey my sponsor so and so I'm sure you know who they are because they're your group they do it this way how do you do it I'm looking to do it that way could you have any advice so go above them okay so it's up to you the ball's in your court Find coaches. Like I said, there's a million of us out here doing and giving you guys information. And secondly, go to your above upline. Okay, there's definitely somebody there that's going to help you. I know the Diamonds and Young Living are amazing people. And if you, if between you and them, there's nobody that can help you, I can guarantee that the Diamonds are going to help you because they're amazing. Like the Diamonds and Young Living are just like, we've got the best people. It, it really shows you who the core of Young Living is by just looking at the, the ethics and the, um, the how do you want to say it, um, the culture of our company, okay? So go way up if you need to. I hope that helps. And that, I know it's not probably exactly what you want to know or the answer you wanted, but, you know, that's what I would do for sure. So what are my favorite messages to send people to on the products when first inviting them to Young Living? I have found, um, have you found any particular videos, brochures, CDs that inspire more interest in others or blah, 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 you call up? I like to keep it simple. The message I like to send people to is the catalog. <laughs> I know Brenda, that's like, like what? It's that simple. The catalog is a duplicable tool that anybody can order. Um, the second thing is the, the catalog is also, um, it shows the company, shows the Youngs, it shows that we're international. I like that in particular. If I can't get them to that, I like to do a one-on-one -on -one is my message you know, either sit down and talk to them or an introductory class that I may either do for them or I have recorded some of them and have them on YouTube. You know, my message may be even a YouTube video. Um, so I, I try to keep it really simple, but to be perfectly honest, I like it to be the catalog is my message. And then I sit down and I go through the catalog with them. Okay? I hope that is, you know, I hope that helps. 
Okay, Reggie asks, um, what do I say at the end of my presentation um, for people that are in, interested in staying? I get tongue-tied when I ask for the sale. Oh, Reggie, we all do. <laughs> What's the easiest way to enroll people? That goes back to the same question, I believe, that Carol asked. And, uh, Carol, if you're listening, I hope you don't beat yourself up too hard on that one because even all of us are asking this question. <laughs> what do I say to get people to enroll? Um, I can answer this question in about 45 minutes. But I'll be honest, what I say is this. Okay, everybody, we're done with the class. There's going to be some of you that are going to want some oils. And for those of you that want some oils, I want you to open your catalog because this is, I'm going to explain this to you right now. And I have them open the catalog. And I tell them to turn to a particular page. I, you know, I just grab a page, like 45. It doesn't matter. I said, you're going to see there's three different price. There's three different things there that look like pricing. One is PV, which is what Young Living uses that to calculate, you know, bonuses and stuff. You don't need to worry about that. I say there's retail and there's wholesale. For those of you that just want to try one or two oils, you might choose retail. You want to try a lemon, you want to try a lavender. You're kind of like, I'm not too sure about this because there's, you know, people that are like you that are not too sure. And there's people that are like, yeah, I'm in. And then there's people that are like, yeah, I'm going to go all the way. You know, help me transform my life. So you're one of those three people. And for those of you that are just like, I want just one oil, retail is probably the best thing for you. And for those of you that are like, yeah, I, I like want all these oils you just talked about, and I'm looking to like get, you know, some changes in my life, then wholesale is probably the best for you because I have found that if you spend 200 bucks your entire lifetime with Young Living, it's well worth the member fee that it costs to get wholesale pricing from Young Living. So that might be the best way to go. And 99.9% .9 of people, I don't know if that's the exact statistic, but that's what I say because it's pretty much true. Um, almost everybody goes with the premium starter kit with the everyday oils. And that's, you know, what I typically talk about in the class. And I say here, and I pass around the enrollment sheet. And I say, here's the, you know, if you want to get your kit, there's going to be a bunch of you that are going to come up to me afterwards. I want you to get started, fill out the top, because if you want wholesale, Young Living needs tax information on file. It's an IRS requirement. So either use a business tax ID, or if you don't have that, you can use your social. And then you put down your information, and then if you want the starter kit, write that in there. And then I can help you from there if you want to add anything on, like the seeds or whatever. So, and that's what I do. I hope that helps, Reggie. And that's how I segment them in. And then I hand out everything. I say, okay, guys, you ask me questions or fill out your papers. I'm here. And that's the end. And then I just wait for them to, you know, and then I say, where do you see yourself getting started? I'll go up around individually and kind of mingle. Do you have any questions? Blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I keep, that's how I do it. So there might be a better, more smooth, smooth move way, but that's what I do. Okay, Katie's got a question about a rolling sponsor. I understand the difference now, but I had, I've used my numbers for both. I'm, these are a couple extra questions that came in today. So I didn't plan on them, but I'm hoping I can get them done in five minutes. I'm trying to build a couple of my, uh, my groups. I've used the number of the lady right under me as enroller and sponsor. My question is, how much money is this actually costing me? I'm trying to determine what the advantage to sign them up is both or to sign me up as enroller, blah, 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 blah. In the long run, I don't want to lose a lot of money. Katie, this is my personal rule, and you guys can use this or not. You, if it fits or you want to modify it, use it this or not. My personal rule is when somebody comes to me and wants to do a business, whether it's the first day they enroll or they come to me four years after they've been enrolled, 
that 90 days, I, get, I tell them, I'm 90 days, I will work with you, and I will give you enroller and sponsor to help you get started in your business. After 90 days, if you want me to come and do classes or I meet people out and about and I put them underneath you to play for placement, I will take enroller and I will give you sponsor. That's just my rule because I want people to get started. I want them to get a nice check in the mail, but I want that to end in either, you know, you might do it for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, whatever works for you, but I do 90 days. Gives me some time to do some follow-up. We help them learn how to follow-up, how to do their own classes, get them flying on their own. But if they want to depend on me to do all their classes and enroll everybody, after that 90 days, I'm going to get enroller. Okay? I hope that helps, Katie. Because in the long run, it really does, it, it helps you with getting that fast start bonus and that 25% bonus. But beyond that, it, it may calculate for other things, but it's really not, you know, beyond that first sale and the first 90 days of getting that 25% and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, there is some other stuff. But if I do a class of 20 people, and, you know, this person wants me to come every month and do classes, you know, six months on the road, if I sponsor 20 people for them and I'm not getting anything off of that first order, I'm going to feel kind of crappy about it, right? And that person wants me to do all the work. So I just them straight up, and, and it gets them moving and gets them doing their own classes. Okay, hope, hope that answers for you, Katie, because it really works well for my team. So Anne asks a question here. I believe last week you mentioned sometimes you provide the everyday oil kit for when people start up. My question is, how do the new member get credited for the PV? Yes, Anne, good question, confusing answer, and I hope it's going to be easy for me to give this to you. I have them in my own personal stock. I own like seven or eight. I don't even know how many starter kits I got. But what I do is I tell the person, so Anne, pretend I'm enrolling you. Anne, I've got this kit here. I know you want to get started with the wholesale. I'm going to give you my personal kit that I bought at wholesale. So I'm paying the same price as you. You're going to take it home. You're going to get it right now. But I have to replace this. <laughs> so I'm going to order it back and have it sent to me to replace what you get to take home and get started playing with right now. And I, that's what I do. So they understand that, that they're going to pay for tax. They're going to pay for shipping. So I place the order underneath them, and I have it drop shipped back to me so that, A, they get credited, and they're actually an activated distributor, and, B, I get my product back, okay? And so, yeah, they pay the tax, and they pay the shipping, and it goes back. I have make sure that when you do the calculation <laughs> that, that it goes back to you, okay? <laughs> that you don't, like, and I do it all the time, like a flake. I'll forget to change the shipping and have it, it accidentally go to that person, and i got to call them and meet up with them, and it sometimes sucks, especially if they're far away. So make sure when you check out that the shipping address is back to you, okay? And make sure you explain to them that the tax and the shipping is going to be on there. And you might even estimate that and have them initial that on your order form. And you might even say on there, and I know we've had problems with this in the past. I know some of the big readers have too. Especially if you're an expo or a class, people often space out and then they get this order saying they're paying shipping. And they're like, I just took it from you. you have it there. This is, I understand, I will be paying tax and shipping. Estimated total is blah, blah, blah. And you have them initial next to it, okay? So but make sure they understand they're going to be paying the shipping to replace what you're giving to them at your price. So that's what you do, Anne. Go, so go rock that. The last question is from Christine. Ooh, I've got one, no minute, one minute left. <laughs> um, she says that she's getting a little concerned because winter is coming and she doesn't want to get down in the dumps. 
Oh, I totally feel you. <laughs> I'm getting concerned myself, and it's only August 15th. Um, there is um, some things you can do, and some of them are getting living, some of them are not. One thing is you might check into uh, getting your vitamin D levels checked. Make sure you're on track with that. They do sell young, not young living, um, lamps that have uh, vitamin D bulbs, and you can get that, like, full, you know, full-spectrum lamp, and they have a UVB rays to help you generate vitamin D over the winter. Okay, so there's that. Um, you might get or find access to a far-infrared sauna where you can get that deep heat penetration in your body for over the winter. I've got a far-infrared sauna, and we're beginning a vitamin D light bulb um, so that when I'm in the sauna, it's on my face, and I'm getting those two things. Now, like I said, check your D levels, and, you know, you can do that. Now, on the other aspect, the um, diffusing oils like joy, citrus fresh, orange, lemon, you know, anything of that nature to help you stay up throughout that season. So, it, it yes, I mean, you know, here we're coming, the day, days are starting to get longer, blah, 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 blah. You know, that part of it is, uh, you know, preparing now for them. Make sure every day you're getting out in the sun where you're getting some of your own natural vitamin D from, you know, the actual sun itself, not just supplements. Getting fresh air. If you're living in an area that has the, um, you know, cold weather, like I do here in North Dakota, you know, make sure you're getting air. And it's really critical. Get your feet on the ground, and that's very helpful. So prepare now and make sure you're good with that. Also, Omega Gize is helpful for supporting people that get affected by the seasons. Omega Gize does have some vitamin D in it. It may or may not be enough. Have your levels checked. Um, it also sounds like you've got some emotional things going on. Um, so diffusing any of those emotional oils, such as, um, like I said, joy or forgiveness or hope, working with the feelings kit, um, things like that, okay? Um, let's see if I got the rest of your questions. Um, blah, blah, blah. There, I think that is exactly, I think that hopefully will help you. <laughs> so get out, get exercise, get the fresh air, prepare for the vitamin D levels, work with the emotional oils, um, you know, get involved with things in your community, you know, stuff like that. And if you need to, find somebody that can do some life coaching as well. So I hope that helps you, Christine. We are two minutes after, and I apologize for that. I don't like to typically go longer than an hour, but we did today so I can get Christine's question, and hopefully that helps some of you because I know a lot of us are not going to be in the warm weather at this time of year. or the In a few months from now, it's not going to be in the 70s and 80s. <laughs> it's going to be cold, and days are going to be shorter no matter where you live. Okay. Well, thank you, everybody, for having these amazing questions that came through. I feel there's so much value in what you guys sent in. I'm glad that you guys didn't hold your questions to yourselves. And because if you're thinking these questions, a lot of people are asking these questions as well. So kudos to all of you for sending in those items, and I, I really appreciate that you did that. I'm sending you a virtual high five. And for all of you that are listening, thank you for listening and sharing this with your teams as well. So I'm going to go ahead and open the line, and I will say goodnight to you. Hang on, everybody. Thank you, Jen. I love you. <laughs> love you guys too. Take care. Have a good night. Everybody, oh. thanks for listening. Bye bye. Thanks so much, Jen. You're awesome. You're welcome. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you. God bless. Take care, everybody.
Good night.